When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Brian Scott from the Union Underground. You're listening to The Loud Spot. This is Johnny Ketchup from The Quits. And I'm your co-host right here on The Loud Spot. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Warning, the Loud Spot podcast uses adult humor and adult language in its broadcast. It may be unsuitable for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we are idiots. Please don't take anything. We say offensive or the heart. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, here with my producer, Sam. Of course, we got Don with us, and our guest co-host tonight is Johnny Ketchup, who is in a band called <clears throat> The Quits. Um, I do want to let everyone know this show is sponsored by Ink Nation, a tattoo convention here in Oklahoma City. We are going to get back to Ink Nation and what's been going on. But first, happy birthday to Mr. Sam McIntosh, our producer, yes. He is officially 22. 20, I was going to say 60, so that way there it looks better. I, I was going to say 29 plus shipping and All handling. Right. And oh. <laughs> That's like 30 right there. All right. <laughs> you look good for 20. I, I didn't realize that uh, your birthday falls on Groundhog's Day. I guess every year Groundhog's Day is February 2nd. I didn't know that. All right. First of all, that's because you don't ever pay attention to me ever i pay attention to your birthday uh, i i Jason's knew what birthday. it was yes well but we're talking about sebastian aka mr mr doesn't care about his his fellow friends and his co-workers at all okay so <laughs> but yeah every year it falls on on february 2nd so i have to every day relive the same shit i did from last <laughs> year just like regular groundhog's day and listen to Punks to Tony Phil make his prediction about an early spring. You know, to be to be fair, my wife, well, she reminded me that it was your birthday. And she also reminds me when it's my birthday. So <laughs> I don't pay attention to even my own birthday, usually. Yeah, I know. I, I just lose. I, 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 I lost interest. I, my 40th birthday, I knew it was coming because you made this big deal for us I in Oklahoma City. Right. Besides that, they're kind of just, they all blend together. I know it's sometime in September. So right. no, I, I know when it is. <laughs> okay, Groundhog Groundhog's Day. Is that a real thing? Like, do they really get a groundhog out? Yes. The they really like which what groundhog is it? All right, so That's his change. All right, so his name is Punxsutawney Phil. He's from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and every year I since the early 1800s, I think the the mm -hmm. legend goes, don't again, guys, remember this podcast don't ever Put the put don't us in the us. yeah. Don't, don't quote, quote us on this. We don't do our research whatsoever. So, uh, but every year they pull them out. It's a different, obviously. A different obviously, groundhog. he's not alive. The same groundhog is not alive. Not so the they same. just name him the same. same is it, yeah. I wonder if it's like the same like family line of groundhogs. Like they I breed. Know. I don't know. That's probably a good question. It is a good question. Uh, well, it is the same they groundhog. live in the little box. What what so, what? what? I'm what sure. was that, Donnie? What if it is the same groundhog? Maybe this is like some vampire groundhog that just can't die. <laughs> That's you right. Maybe. And in fact, I just read that PETA is trying to get rid of that fella. I bet you he's <laughs> like, they, they, like... Get rid of them, they want to use some kind of doll or something. Right. So, <laughs> some governmental, scientifically mutated groundhog that no, stays just, alive forever. Just a plastic yeah. groundhog. 
That's what they're saying. It's like, you know, the fur. Now we have to, we can only wear faux fur. So, mm-hmm. all right. Back to, ink, back to Ink Nation. Oh my God. The shit we are dealing with. Scam artists are everywhere. Listen, listen. We have, we, so we have a scam artist by the name of Denise Dicey. Which sounds scammy to begin with. It does. Who's, who's who's getting people are paying her for booths at our convention? No, She's charging not, not for not for booths for them to be able to park their food truck. No, I know it's for also booths. Oh, for okay. I, I knew about the them. She charging them to pay her to get food trucks to be at our event, and it's like. And so, so two food truck companies called the convention center today, finding out where they should park. And they're called Don. And what they say, what they say to you, Don? Don was like, um, so you know you're under contract for food, right? And I'm like, of course, tacos. I signed up for it. I want tacos. And she goes, um, I have people calling me about where to park their food trucks for your event. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Not That's me. It's my fault. It's my so- fault. Damn, <laughs> it's Denise Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you yeah. think I got my birthday weekend up in the Sweden Palace Palace Station? Clever <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just so, kidding. so this lady's taking money from food trucks and vendors <clears throat> that have never contacted us. So, I'm assuming we're going to have some people there uh, at the convention that did not pay for a vendor booth from us that are expecting a booth at Ignition. Sorry, our vendor booths were not $85 a booth; they were $450 per booth for the weekend. The other scam artist we had is a tattoo artist. Ah, a tattoo artist. <laughs> who, who's reaching out to people coming to our show and saying for $150 uh, for a down payment for a deposit for a tattoo. He's doing a contest, some other things like that. Yeah, he's this looking guy's- for canvases. This is his first convention. And I actually had somebody contact um, us and their friend paid them the money. And then they went to our website. And so whenever he contacted them back and been like, hey, dude, you ain't on their website. He told them that we're the scam artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told them. And so this lady's messaging me and I'm like, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I said, our website is up to date. It's It's not. It's not up to date. I'm missing two. And I got them done today, but it's not this dude. I and a, I've already yeah. been in contact with these people. And yeah, so. So if you are planning on coming to our convention, uh, best thing to do is go to our website, www.ink-nation.com. Uh, we're selling online tickets right now. People are buying them like crazy. So that's good news. We're yeah. excited. We're excited. We're excited. It's, it's going to be a fun days. time. 20, 20 days. 20 days. You mind if I jump in real quick? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I used to manage a tattoo shop in Milwaukee, Oregon, and I'm going to tell you the first the first red flag That's is who it is. That's the, who it is right there. Right? The, the, yeah, it's me. <laughs> the, the first red flag right there was tattoo artist. No tattooer, no tattooer with any clout would call themselves a tattoo artist. They would call themselves a tattooer. Is that true? That's a fact. That is a fact. I'm, I'm I'm a tattoo artist. Yes. So I, I do, I do know what you're talking about with the tattooer and the tattoo artist. Yeah. So depending on what part of the country you are in pop, they refer to soda. them okay, so what to doing now? as tattooer and then tattoo artist. And it also depends on what actually the conversation that we're having now for me personally, if I was reach, if I was posting that I was going to be in a convention, which I'm going to be in a couple this year, myself Excellent. actually working tattooing, um, I, I would not refer to myself as anything. I, I would, you know, you conduct your business as an artist. You don't say, Hey, I'm a tattoo artist or, you know, you just be like, they're reaching out to you. It, it's, it, it's, I would thing. say I'm I get a it. I body get it. artist. You're what? <laughs> a body You're what? artist. Well, I, you know, it's the same a thing with truck artist. driver. All right. So it's the same thing with truck driver versus a uh, driver professional. So, you know, we're called, professional drivers or driver professional however you want to go you're, you're, you're not called driver we're not called truck drivers anymore ma'am sorry <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. I, I am old school and you were forever 
that position will forever be truck driver. I was it raised with truck driver. It will, but I'll look like Johnny. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go Plus 500 pounds. Yeah, trucker. That's a, that's right. Trucker. trucker. Right. You know, people hey, call hey, me. Hey, what about this? What, what, what are you going to What are you going to do about people that show for the food truck? That's not. Hey, that that's a convention. That's us conventions problem. Oh, that, that's them. Yeah, that's, that's what, not. Because yeah, 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 that. myself, I throw events too. I throw all kinds of events, and 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 yeah, and I got a big heart. So if they showed up and went, hey, and they show you proof they paid somebody. We can't. Like, and legally, that's legally that's, we can't accept the food trucks. Even my biggest, even my biggest heart, I, I would have I to it. tell them because you have to have city permits. You have to have, you know, and yeah. we're under contract. Thanks, Sam. But on, on, to, on top of that, we lose money because we have food contracts with of the uh, convention. And, and if they buy foods elsewhere, it takes away. Then we got to pay. So, all right, let's let's move on to the band, the Quits. All right, with Johnny. Johnny, we got a little clip here. We're gonna play one of your songs I found on TikTok. Where did it go? I got it right here. I thought you found it on on OnlyFans. That that too. There we go, a little clip of the quits. I saw you, Johnny, you guys did register the quits with uh, the state of Oregon and the United States. Was, was someone trying to take that name or use that name? Is that why you registered it? Yeah, there's a group in Canada, a rap group using our name. And then there's another group in Colorado. Uh, I, I Here's the deal, bro. I got a message yesterday from a booker in Colorado that, that asked me if we're still playing in April. I'm like, I've never, I don't, I don't know who you are. What are you talking about? I'm not coming to Colorado in April. And then, and of course we registered the name a long time ago, but uh, so I just threw that up on the internet now with a, with just a blanket cease and desist because drama comes with that other people's problems. Hold on. You said you're not going to Colorado in April. I thought I saw you guys were playing in Colorado. He is, but for whole different reasons. Okay. Cause <laughs> what is the, uh, isn't the quits going on tour? Hold, hold your horses there. I will be in Colorado on June 7th and June 8th. Okay. With the quits, right? You guys are yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, you guys are touring. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But we're not, Just touring, not, but we're not being in Colorado in April. <laughs> Wrong month. How, how, how long have you been playing punk music for? Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I look at him. Come on. <laughs> how, how do I give a number on that? I've been through several different phases. I started out in, in a metal band. Uh, okay. And then from there, I did a rockabilly band. And then from there, we went to punk. So it's been over a course of many, many years. I grew up in this. I was born into this. My dad was a touring rockabilly artist back in the 50s. Nice. Okay. I was I'm, born into this. I mean, Sebastian, look at his quality of videos. That should tell you that he is punk through and through. And I, love, I love that. I, I know. That. That's a, you know, I, I, dude, I, my, I love punk rock. And I love, I love that, the style you guys play. That's kind of my favorite style of punk. Not Just not, not giving a shit. You know, if we punk get to punk. it, we got West Borland maybe coming up later on the podcast. And to me, it kind of has this punk rock attitude about not being famous. But we'll, we'll get circled back to that later on. But yeah, man, I think it's awesome. You guys are going on tour, so congratulations uh, with thank that. You, thank you. It's it's going to be exciting. All right, now we do have some punk songs, which is not the same genre of punk as the uh, as the quits, but they're, but they're, they're, they're well. Green Day started off kind of uh, major punk, kind of sold out ish, right. if you will. Pop punk, there you go. We got some pop punk songs for you guys tonight. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play the first song, which is by Green Day. The song is called Bobby Socks. Let's hit it. Do you want to be my girlfriend? I'll take you to a movie that we've already seen. Or sit at home and watch me. I 
The endings of their songs always <laughs> just get me. It's a strong guitar outro. I, just... <laughs> I can't handle that noise. Oh, Lord. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you can't now, John, Johnny. Would you say, being the punk rocker you are, you know, Green Day originally was very punk rock. They, they, hey, yeah, I can't blame them making millions of dollars. I, st- I don't really like 121 Guns. But I do like that song, and I like I like some of their newer songs as well. What about you? I will, I'll say this. They did start out as a punk rock band. That's great. But for me, that was just a rock song. That was just a song. I, I don't find any punk rock in it. I don't feel anything threatening, dangerous, ugly, nasty, mean, political. It's just a, it's just a I love you song. Well, it's, and that's it's cool. kind of, it's kind <laughs> of political. It's it kind is of, political. Because he but said, yeah, do you girlfriend. want to be my girlfriend or do you want to be my boyfriend? So it's, like, so it's what world. That was that's like calling Metallica death metal. Oh, I, you know, I do got a political question for you before we get into Stump Sebastian uh, with Don here. Punk rock to me is anti-government, right? Okay. When did punk rock become such a socialist community? Okay, you're asking me to hurt myself with what you're doing. You're asking, <laughs> you're asking me to we don't. We don't. We, we don't ask you to come alienate come. half of my audience. And all that, right, brother, we, I won't do. And I tell you right, back there, hey, if you're going to start a punk rock band, don't bring that shit on stage, man. Don't, because what you're doing is you're saying half of your potential audience, you ain't welcome here. Don't do it. That is a fair answer, and I accept it. That's great. That was a good, that's a good way around it. <laughs> you know, well, you didn't trick them, because we were trying, Johnny. We were trying. <laughs> I'm not new at this. <laughs> we were but we can all agree, you know, punk music has an origin of against anarchy. Of an- anarchy against the government, against the man. And it always had a socialist, you know, uh, underlying tone to it. So there's no doubt about that. Now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a socialist underlying tone is that anarchy is anti-socialism. Okay, but it's anti, but it's anti-government. anti-government. Establishment. Yeah, there Let's you go. Say that. 
Because yeah. most of our oh. songs are about getting loaded, partying too hard, doing too many drugs and too much alcohol, where other songs <laughs> are about fighting the system. Right, right. There you go. There I'm on the getting loaded and, you know. The- <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So. Come on, that in. All right, let's do, let's, uh, Sam, go ahead and play that new little clip we got going on for. Uh... I mean, you don't need to announce the little clip. Oh, sorry. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's about that time, guys. Uh, it is. It's the first it's the, of the month. It's the first of the month. Just like you get your government checks, it's time for Sometimes He Knows, Sometimes He Doesn't. It's time to stop Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got some pretty tricky ones for you this week, Sebastian. All right. All let's right. So right. we're going we're, we're gonna to do this first. Sebastian gets first dibs at the song. And then and y'all then, two can chime then, in. And then, then Johnny and then, and then and then Sam, since he's the guest, he'll go second. And you, yeah. And then you, Johnny, you get the second dibs and I get the third. Now, here's the deal. If you, uh, it's, you'll get rewarded with points, but it absolutely means nothing. So you get no rewards <laughs> out of it. Just oh, bragging rights. Right. Guess the song. Just bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, guess yeah. the song. Okay. Yeah, yep. but after Sebastian, song. we got to stump Sebastian because he's Mr. Know-it-all. He's uh-huh. Mr. <laughs> we're, we're lying. He's not Mr. Know-it-all. Like, he has a very selective uh, of uh, everything. Artoir of uh, bands that he listens to. So there we go. Go ahead, John. All right. That's Pierce. Pierce the veil. It is. Pierce the veil. All right. Wow. wow. I, can't, I can't believe you got that one. Because- I know. I know. I, I was sure I got him on that one. That is one of the bands I have a close ties to, and I didn't even know that. So yeah. good that job. Song. That song's called Nirvana. Uh, the something Nirvana. Past the Nirvana. Past the Nirvana. There we go. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to know Very anything. That's the best. Yeah. Oh, we have older you. songs, too. We don't know what she yeah. picked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows but me. All right. Number two. I know that song, but I can't. I don't know. For the you feel the noise? I I don't know. I pass. I said I okay. Johnny passes. I can tell you. It's 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 called "Smell My Finger" by the Finger Smellers. It is not that one. It that is "Bring Me the Horizon." Uh, can you oh. feel? Okay. All right, all right. Can all you right. feel my heart? Yeah. It's tied <laughs> one to one. Good one. job. All right. All right. Number three. I didn't hit right. it. Okay. Who hit it? Are you hitting that? I, no. No, I, I think I think if you don't stop it, it plays four yeah, times it, in a row. It loops. It loops in. It loops. Okay. All right. Mom. All right. Number Last three. Song. I know, I know the song. I know the song name. Johnny, do you know the song name for that before I say it? No, no. Go I think it. the song is, is Cumbersome uh, by uh, <laughs> Can't Eat, Can't Sleep, Can't. Uh, I have become Cumbersome. You got the name of the song right. Is it three letters? Is it three letters, Don? It's three words. Three words. Uh, Mary. Uh, oh, you're almost. That's yeah, the middle it's, word. It's Mary. Uh, uh, seven. Mary. There you go. Mary. What's the last one? Poop. Three. <laughs> Mary. Three. <laughs> I got half. I got half. There you go. Hey, I got. No, I got a third. <laughs> that is two out of three. I'll. You know, I'll take that's the that. best you've done. You know what? I jo- Johnny Ketchup still wins. Johnny Ketchup wins. 
Well, well you, you know the name. You know, because you know you're, the name you're three times ten, third. Johnny. You're three. You're three times ten. You automatically get times ten <laughs> as a guest to the show. So there you go. And that is guys, Stump Sebastian. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Don. Uh, we actually forgot it this week, so it was pretty funny that uh, Don's like, "Hey, wait a minute," and we're like, "Oh, yep. it's, the hi- it's the highlight of my month, you know." Because normally I stump them better than this, but I failed this week or yeah. this month. You yeah. know what? Who's you know who's cumbersome is uh, Hugh Hefner. I don't even know what cumbersome means, actually. I know that's <laughs> the wrong word. I don't uh, think that's the so, right word. So Hugh Hugh Hefner, uh, I guess. After now, think back in the day, okay? Yeah, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lee and, and and Pamela Anderson, their sex tapes got released. Mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner's widow, Crystal Hefner, and I was like, she has to be like dead. Also, no, she's probably like twenty now. Finally, <laughs> she's forty. Finally, okay, okay. Well, she recently came out and said that when the sex tapes first came out, I guess Hugh Hefner was terrified. Yeah, because he ran a big company, and that was going to hurt his company. Not only that, I guess he was scared because in his room, he had cameras filming everything that they did. Nuh-uh. You, are you saying the Playboy Mansion has cameras to catch live Raw? Well, what, um, would he, what would he be worried about? And, Johnny, feel free just to step in whenever you, you get a chance. Yeah, yeah, of so is that implying that Tommy Lee and Pamela are, yeah, Pamela had sex in Hugh Hefner's mansion, and that's how the tape got released. I don't, I don't think so. I don't no, think then, so. then he would have nothing to worry about. His cameras in his mansion well, recording anything. If I mean for their sex tape being revealed, I I think it's just sex tapes in general because he's probably having sex. With like you gotta think about this. This is a time where. Yeah, or the lack of sex that's going on in his room because he's too old. <laughs> he's got Viagra and he's got a membership to Viagra. Nation. He, he, he probably on. still eats amazing cooter. That that's what <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's what nom, 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 nom. Well, he's dead now, I think. So yes. <laughs> I he was scared, I think, just because sex tapes in general, scandals, and, and this is a time where women also, you know, some women were saying he was a hater towards women and and, and degrading them when some women said that he was kind of sticking up for women's rights. And so there was a lot going on. So I think just a sex tape in general coming out probably would have made him look bad. The whole Playboy, uh, uh, what do we call it? The, the 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 company itself, right. uh, the legacy of Playboy could have been shot, had sex tapes, because he was having orgies. I mean, Pamela Anderson goes on to talk about there was a time where seven girls followed him to the room, and she didn't know, so she followed up. And they all were, like, butt naked having sex. And she was like, oh, never mind. Went back downstairs. But what's funny about this whole thing is here's how he got rid of him. He had mm-hmm. his security guard, one of his security guards, take all the tapes that had been recorded, that they stored, go out to the middle of the ocean, and dump all the tapes. Lies. Security guard still has it to this day. And what do you think he whacked off to? <laughs> he's waiting to make that money. <laughs> no, he's he's still and whacking off we, to this day. And, and now we know what killed the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't the little six pack, uh the little six pack uh drink. Yeah, it was sex tape, uh, you know, you know, film. Imagine how many miles of actual tape that would have been floating oh. to the ocean. Dude, so one has to float up on shore one, sometime. Not all of them got destroyed or eaten, I would assume. Right. There has to be one surviving. We're going to find out in 20 years. It's going to come out. Sebastian, it's your tape. From, <laughs> it's your tape from 1999. I've never had sex with you at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You know you did. That's what happened. And uh, uh, Hugh, I know you're past, uh, you passed away. And... Um, but we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we get our money's worth because we're not making any money here. So. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. Do you know how? Do you know how Sebastian and I met? It was 2009. We were both flown to Brazil by the adult mm-hmm. industry to make right. a film called Two Stallions, Five Hundred Phillies, and that's that's <laughs> we have that one Brazilian tape, of course. Right. Well, it's on well, cassette. I won't link it. I won't link it. Real for real story. All right, true story. But Sebastian and I met through the same way. But it was uh, two cheeseburgers and a retramp. 
That's of course it was. <laughs> Damn, and all I got was the lame, I have a podcast. That's it. That's all you got at the bar. I have a podcast. 7-Eleven Slurpee. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let's go into our next song. Yeah. <laughs> we have a song called, or the song's called, the band's called Neck Deep. Uh, the band's called, uh, or the song's called Dumbstruck Dumbfuck. Who is phone's going on? It's not mine. It's not mine. Who? What? Is that you? Is that that your phone, Johnny, going on? No. All right, well. Well, someone is. So let's take a look at Neck Deep's new song. Oh, it's an emergency alert. Missing endangered juvenile. So it was you. Miley Bray. No, it's everybody. Uh, I'm in Nevada, man. I I got it. I got it. They yeah. don't care about kids out here, so. Get <laughs> deep right. right here on the last spot. How many scars have you got? How many tears have you dropped? like punk rock music kind of more underground punk more like back to the roots of punk rock go check yeah. out the quits they're on uh on, i think on tiktok is under johnny ketchup well we yeah. also have the quits on on okay on TikTok. okay we're on all music pla- platforms yeah so check them out and, and and punk rock is such one it's one of those genres that really the roots of it haven't changed there's pop punk now there's bands like green day have kind of changed it but the the art of punk rock is just as it was i think during the misfits days uh right. yeah. from back then but punk rock yeah. goes older older than that ours That's does right. go back we're crossover we fall in with your dri your gbh you're exploited that's where we yeah. fall in in the true heart of old school punk rock don't, right? don't you guys still have your like jesus starter jackets um from back in the day what, what? jesus started what, what, get it what, what's, all right what's talking about yeah 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, I do that. I'm, I'm just saying the tablets uh, at the end of the day. So, <laughs> matter of fact, you know the funniest thing about being in in uh, here in Vegas is we have USC this weekend, um, and I met Molly McCann. Uh, she hangs out with Polly Pim, uh, uh, Patty Pimmett, and oh. I didn't even know who she was. And I just waved at her, and she waved at me, and it's like hi. And then we were starting to talk, and I was like, oh wait, you're, oh you hang out with Patty. All the time, Patty Pimlet, the Scottish fighter. Okay, I know who you are. I didn't ask for a photo because I don't do that kind of thing. And but great fighter. I wish her the best this Saturday. Uh, of course, this episode airs Monday, so uh, we'll have a recap next Friday if she won. And then, of course, we got Super Bowl weekend uh, yeah. coming up next weekend. And I'm pretty sure I've seen some NFL stars, but I don't know who they are. You know, it's, it's not it's, Travis Kelsey, so or Taylor Swift. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, c- congratulations to Taylor Swift for making the Super Bowl on her right. uh, rookie that's year. My money's on the Red Sox. Right. <laughs> Someone said you like punk rock, man. You can't like football. I skateboard. I said I can like whatever the hell yeah, I want, man. You like you want, want, man. I, no one tells me what to do. If that's I right. like it, I like it. I don't care. Is it not gay porn? I'm into that too. Where is it? Tight, short, skin tight, little tiny pants running around, slapping each other on the ass, trying to take the ball from each other. Looking yep. uh, for a little uh, pig skin. Uh, we'll call it foreskin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, that brings uh, me up to Lynn porn. Biscuit and gay porn go hand in hand. That's and right. I, I, we, we got you know just not too long for the Union Underground comes on. So real quick, I just want to touch base on West Borland. Kind of old news. He's left the band twice. You know, West Borland is kind of the most punk rock guy in the new metal scene. He went. He made it famous. He quotes, "This is gross. I don't want to do this." I don't want to be in magazines. At first, it seems like it's going to be awesome, but it's just weird. It is weird. But and I think that's why he wore makeup at first, kind of maybe hide who he was. And also, he didn't like the music that Limp Biscuit was playing. No, because he is a hundred percent metal guy. He's a hundred percent metal, metal riffs, metal. That's that's who he is. And so when Limp Biscuit came along and they're like, We're gonna rap on top of this, he's like Okay, all right. Well, let's take a look and let's take a look at what we put together. Just like you, Johnny, like you wouldn't be opposed to a country guy coming to you and saying, Hey, let's put together a oh, there we go. There we go. go. He's country all the way. He is in Oregon. So, uh, but I I think with West West Borland, it's one of those things where without West Borland, I don't think there would be a limp biscuit. And that's that's right. Yep. I think you're right. He he felt he was bringing the band down, but I think he kind of helped them because of he was so different. That's what right. they, that's the fans liked them seeing in concert because of who he was, and and it wasn't just Fred Durst. West Borland was the other big name in Limp Biscuit. You know the funniest right. thing when I checked out Limp Biscuit, I I was more attracted to Fred Durst. Right, I was more attracted to his hip hop. I was more attracted to him putting it to to metal riffs and stuff like that. But then when I when I started to really investigate West West Borland, I realized that guy is so talented and the risk that he can come out with and the and of course the stage persona and 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 you know you know painting himself up and not giving a crap about you know now granted we see the limp biscuit now today with they don't give a crap of what they look like. World versus lasted back in the day they had the red hat like you have Sebastian. I thought about turned that. Around, yeah. 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 Turned around and they were they had a certain image that they wanted to keep but West didn't care even those days. And it, it's weird cuz they didn't look like a band with him but it, it worked out. It worked out yep, in their favor. He out. just he's just the most punk rock. He didn't want the fame. I don't think he minds the money. But no, I think he could have lived without it. So, so Johnny, if you were ever approached about this and they said, you got to shave your beard, you have to dye your hair uh, a, a certain color, would you do it? I would do it for a certain amount of time. Why not? Why not? Hey, I've been trying, I've been trying for years to get to a certain level and it's right. harder now than ever. COVID just about ruined the music industry. You yeah. can't yeah. get in the door. You can't get in the door. There's no such thing as a talent scout anymore. 
sir, I apologize, but that is my job right here. I'm a talent buyer, booking agent, man. Johnny's 0 for 2. No one calls himself a tattoo artist, and right. then there's, no, there's no talent scouts. There's a, difference, there's a difference between a talent scout and a talent buyer, okay? Because I am right, also right. Johnny Ketchup Presents. I am also right. a booking agent promoter. See, but what I would say to you, Johnny, is one of the reasons why probably the quits hasn't hasn't hit that because it's in a certain genre that is just never going to sell out, right? We can both could agree be. to that. Yeah, right. Okay. Wild, wild. <laughs> if, if the money's right and we got two cheeseburgers and a, ra- a reach around like Sebastian likes to I'm get in. out, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. But I, I think the the problem is is we live with a, a day and age where. Everyone's trying to find new music. There's tons of bands doing like yeah. how many bands, Johnny, would say the quits the, the quits either mimics or has influenced uh, uh, many multitudes. Yeah. I, I couldn't possibly give you a number, multitudes. Right. I would, right. So I would say the I younger generation of punk rock probably and, and 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 you can make money. I so I did say I disagree with you. There's lots of, of punk bands, but the problem is you don't get paid that much for streaming. Okay, that's the issue. You're gonna you're gonna get regional money. You're gonna get like you're big in that region. Like for example, Johnny is big in his, pretty probably decent in his region. But you take him out to New York or Chicago or something like that, maybe he doesn't do very well or his band doesn't do anywhere because people aren't listening to their stuff because they got ten thousand probably other bands that are doing the same thing, listening to the same style of music. And they feel, and fans, of course, fans dictate this whole industry. Of course. Without fans, yeah, fans are going to make or break a band on top of that. That's why we have the Bad Omens and all these new bands that keep coming out and um, and the Green Days and stuff like that because, you know, the, the money machine is going to pump a lot of money into them to make them look good, sound good, make them pretty, yeah. stuff like that. Johnny's not pretty. <laughs> I, 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 you know, before the show started, I said I wish I looked as good as you do. Oh, Jesus well, Christ! Gonna, why did you lie like that? I'm, I'm going to disagree with you some, and here's here and here's why. I'm being solicited by London. I'm being solicited by solicited by Mexico City. I'm I'm being hit up all the time. But what is stopping me is I don't have the capital myself to get right. it going. It used to be you could walk into Capitol Records and hand them your CD, and they'd give it a listen. Oh. Now you have to have somebody that's already on their label right. bring the CD. So you got to be friends with somebody already to get there. The, the ball game has changed. And if you are yeah. truly that deep into what you do, you, you know that. You know that. Yeah. I can't walk up to Metal Blade Records and go, here's my CD. They're going to say, get the fuck out of here. You give that right. to you give that to Sin Kieran and have him bring it in. Right? Or, that's fucked up. Yeah, that, uh, that's the way it works now. It yep. is the, the he's not wrong. That's the way it works. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And as it long as you, yeah, you know. I mean, Sebastian says he knows everybody, but every guy, guys, don't listen to him. He I don't know. I don't know. You're him. a liar. I, know he, he's <laughs> like, I do. You know, I take that back. I know every single person in the whole goddamn world, Sam. Yes, yeah, I do. And, and then he says, I in own a other worlds at the end of the day, and, and, and he says, I own a podcast, and I know all the aliens. Uh, yep. uh on other, you know, hey. That's right. Between Johnny Ketchup, myself, Don, and Sam, you we, we know everyone in the whole world. There you go. <laughs> That's right. But at least a few people. We may not know them directly, but we know them indirectly. And then friends with nobody. Um, I, I was about to say, well, I probably have a friend that knows a friend that knows a friend that knows a friend, and then you know we can add it up that way. But that's mm. about it. Well, you know right. me, so I know everyone. So I know. So, <laughs> so, so, so what I hear is, Sam, since you're so deep in this, you are going to push the quits through to that next level. See, because we're willing to mutate. We're willing to mutate to make that happen. We are not the band that's stuck in a way that's going to keep us. From progressive. Look at, look at Sam's face. He's like, uh, I don't no. remember ever having this conversation, <laughs> sir. But we're uh, having it right now. I, I love you, Johnny, but not that much. Uh, so <laughs> let's see if the Union Underground, hopefully, they, they come on here. We do have a song from them uh, that we are going to play. It's, of course, I don't think they came out with any new music recently, no. uh, but this song is called Across the Nation. Hopefully YouTube doesn't ding us for this. Let's hit that song and hopefully they come on the podcast right after this. I'll get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across 
joined with brian who is the vocalist for the band the union underground we just heard uh their song across the nation which was i guess back in the day was it like a wwe intro uh kind of deal you had going on with them yeah that came about through uh wwe you know hitting us up to do a uh, a compilation thing that a lot of bands were on at the time and uh it was nice that we were able to be, you know, a part of that because, I mean, I, I think it was five years or more, man, that, right. that it stayed. Yeah, that it stayed as a, um, well, I mean, just the duration of, of time right. that it stayed that it stayed a theme song. It was a, it was a long time. So yeah, that was that was a fantastic uh, hookup for us. Do they pay for that, or is that something that they're just like, hey, we're promoting your band, so you just deal with it? No, no, no. There was some, there was some cheddar, you know. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. a little bit of <laughs> cheddar. Because I, I remember my boys, Egypt Central. They did yep. a whole bunch of thing with WWE, including walkouts and stuff like that. They got yep. a very small fee, but they were happy with it because they got a lot of free tickets to WWE events. So I think that well, was- yeah, and two, you know, on the back end, uh, maybe a little bit of a difference. Um, with our situation is we kind of took, we, instead of covering, um, cause I, I think, you know, the theme of that was to cover existing songs that the wrestlers right. had, like the theme songs mm-hmm. we kind of took, we, I, you know, I wanted to just take uh, a small piece of the song, just a, a small musical piece, and then just write a song around it. Right. You know? And so, and really just write a union song around it. So, yeah. And which they, uh, you know, you know, fortunately agreed to. So that, you know, allowed for, you know, obviously ownership of the song. Right. And, you know, so it's kind of a different deal. But um, yeah. and that's yeah. why Sebastian, he, he that money that he got, he bought sunglasses. And he, <laughs> and he put it on the show. Uh, and he bought right. a jacket. Yeah. 
You also bought a jacket. Bought a jacket. You funny. I, I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. The sunglasses. Yeah. Before we, before we get on to what you guys are doing now, yes, you guys have some good things going on. Yeah. I got to ask, were you a fan of WWE then? Uh, and are you, if you were, are you still, or are you just happy that they played your guys' music? Well, you know, at the time, I really, as a kid, I watched wrestling a lot, you know, so, um, but when we did that thing, I was really not familiar with like who was current and who was right. doing what and blah blah blah. I'm still so, not familiar, so don't even don't even go there. I'm from yeah. the '90s junkyard dog days, and you yeah. know Coco Beware and and yeah, Coco Beware with the parrot. Yep, <laughs> super fly, so, Jimmy Snooker. So I just you know I met all those guys and we did one of those live events, and but prior to that, yeah, I had no idea. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, it's it's it, we played the video, had WWE on it. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully YouTube, hopefully YouTube's not too mad at us. If they are, we won't be able to play it, but hopefully we can. And Love we don't song. give a shit. And we, I, I want to jump in. It's all can I want to jump in? Uh hey, the song itself loved it. I'm hearing the musically, I'm hearing uh a, a, um uh a, a prodigy. I'm hearing prodigy in the background back there, and then and then your your vocal lyrical content. Rob Zombie had a baby together, and that is great stuff, brother. <laughs> I'm loving that. What a lot of fun. All right, oh, brother. Oh, thank you, man. Brother, you. had to yeah, throw that in. I know. Hey, brother. All right, okay. You guys are going back on tour, the Back to 2000s tour. Uh, you guys are going with Soil, Raw, and Flaw. That is such a – like a, the name of the tour and the bands that are playing with you guys is like – Fucking perfect, dude. Right. It, who came up with the lineup for that? Was that you guys that set this whole thing up, or who was that? Yeah, I mean, everyone, it, you know, it's kind of a booking agent thing. And, and Tim and I uh, from Soil had been talking about doing a run just for, with Union and Soil in some fashion for, you know, two or three years now. And um, it finally kind of worked out to where everyone's schedules are good to go this year, and we could get it worked out in the spring. So, um, the other guys involved, it just, it just made sense. I mean, uh, I, you know, they all come from, so what we wanted to do as far Tim kind of pitched me this idea about, Hey, let's do this back to the two thousands thing. And I thought it was kind of cool, um, to just kind of revisit that era of everyone's first records that we released and kind of go back to the origins of kind of what started everyone off, you know? And so that 2001, 2002, three era is what the focus was there. And mm -hmm. so all of the bands involved all put out their first records right around that time and uh, yeah. kind of fit in, fit into the, fit into the style of the, of the tour. And um, man, it all, it all came together pretty fast once we, once we kind of greenlit it, you know? So what's your, Hold no, on. I, I got a question. Is there anything on this tour that you guys are afraid to, you know, rekindle as far as your first, you know, your first release? Because we we all know that every artist across America has a song, or maybe even the whole album, that they're like, God, we're playing this one again. I really don't <laughs> hold, want. Hold to on, hold on. Yeah. Before yeah. before you answer that, before you answer that, here's part two because he is quoted. Brian is quoted saying. This is not a nostalgia tour. It's the launch of a new chapter for the band and an opportunity for new generations of music lovers to discover us. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so, you know, we're not only going to do, well, we're going to do a rebellion in its entirety on the tour. Right. Which, right. I mean, the record's only 40 something minutes long. All right. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to do that entire. Old as Sebastian shits in his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to do that record in its entirety across the nation, of course. And then, uh, you know, a few new songs that no one's heard yet that will probably make it to the new record. Um, you know, we, we're a little careful about what we play live before we release it, but there's definitely some new stuff that um, uh, no one's heard. So that's, that's kind of cool. Are you going to roll anybody? I mean, just throw it out there, like just just start it off, and then you just play, you know, uh, I forget Rick's last name, <laughs> but uh, never gonna give you up, and then just and then go into your new song, or is it gonna be start right 
right from the beginning with the with the old stuff, or is it going to be new stuff? Uh, we, you know, I, I don't want to reveal too much man, about it. Well, you got to do it. You guys got to buy a ticket. Show, you know. right. Don't tell uh, Hey, guys, I got somebody knocking at the door. I'll be right back. Uh, okay. Okay. No, I'll <laughs> go right. ahead. From, Look, uh, yeah, from, I mean, from the first uh, note. Just let everyone know, listen on audio. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he's selling weed at the front door or something. It was Brian's guy. It was Brian's guy. He was knocked at the door, and look what he just brought me. I'm quite sure there's a drive. Oh, sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you. Thank you for the gift. I'll share these around. Yeah, all right. It's all Gucci. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were going off camera for like a drive-through glory hole thing. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I was positive. That's what yeah. was happening. That's what usually happens, but this time your boy came through with the uh, Versace. We sunglasses. we should we should have there had Brian yeah. leave camera for a second, also. Right. So you said he leaves camera, the door. and then yeah, then you give him the sunglasses. I'm glued yeah. to the seat. I can't move. Yeah. There we or, go. Yeah. All right, so uh, it's good that you guys are doing, you know, you, you guys are playing your old stuff, but you're also introducing yep. your new stuff. And mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of people who are listening, guys, the biggest thing is a lot of these bands have been around for a while and you need to just take a listen. They're they're not they're not charging $285, you know, Taylor Swift tickets kind of thing right. for the nosebleed. Go check these guys out because I think you guys will be actually if you love metal, you love rock. You're gonna love these guys. All three of these bands. Um, and and I, you know, I just talked with Chris. Not uh, well. I talked with Weed, who talked with Chris, who has their own little side project with Odd Even. These bands are one of these bands that you guys should check out live, and you guys should decide whether or not it's something for you. I want to yeah. ask you, uh, when was when was the last time that you guys went on tour? Like a full run, we've been doing some festival one-offs here and there the last few years, but a full mm-hmm. run has been, you know, since literally the very the first record. So, so how yeah. so how excited are you to finally do something like that again? Is it exciting? Like, is are you something you're totally looking forward to doing? Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to to uh, you know just like you mentioned too from the from the quote, like just reintroducing. Uh, people to the record that haven't, you know, listened to it in a long time. And also, you know, introducing a new generation of people to the the music, man, even the first record. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff sick with what's crazy is like, you can see on online and just on social media and stuff. There's so there's so much chatter that I dig up. And I'm like, Oh, you know, these comments have to be probably from like, you know, five, six, seven, six, no they're like from last month <laughs> they're like i just discovered you guys holy shit i love this stuff you know it's like and it, it, that's constant and it's nice that there's that that's available to like for people to be able to just discover it for the first time regardless of age yeah right yep. and my, you know and I, I say this all the time to like bands that i produce and stuff because i you know i produce stuff on the side and there's no such thing as an old song what does that yeah. even mean I mean, I I put on I put on Houses of the Holy the other day. What what right. what is what does an old song mean? I mean, I don't mean know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was listening to a song uh, earlier by Alkaline Trio, and I was like, "This is their new song." Then I was like, "Oh, it came out like twelve years ago." Never mind. It's not that. It's not yeah. that. But, but it's, 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 it's new to someone who discovers it. Right. Exactly. If you hadn't if you hadn't read the credits, you wouldn't have known that. You nope. either just like right. it or you wouldn't. Well, on you know, this show, we but, had tons of Seven Dust songs that were released three or four years ago, but now they have a new video, and I didn't even know that. And I was like, I didn't even know the song. But I, I think that's accredited to we have a lot of music talent that is out there. A lot of people, yeah. and, and and we talked with Johnny from the Quits about this. There's a lot of people trying to cut through the chatter and the bands that are probably going to just come on for about one to three years disappear after that because they just they just don't have the financial backing or or something that's keeping them from really pushing out there to the music industry doesn't mean their their songs are good or bad and 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 to each everyone their own because it's at the end of the day music is art guys music is art what you like is what you like there's nothing wrong with it what you don't like is what you don't like there's nothing wrong with it 
However, though, we can all agree as, uh, you know, music professionals to get online and then tell this band sucks. That is probably not the right same thing to say. Like I always said, it's not for me. I don't like Johnny's band, The Quits. It's just too hardcore punk. <laughs> and I like them. And I like them. He em. loves them. He loves them. Yeah. So I'm more more stuck to the new metal. So that's all the time we got on the last spot. Johnny, thank you for joining. Brian, thank you for coming on. Don had to leave a little early. Sam, always uh, appreciate everything you do because without you, I'm just nothing. Okay, that's all the time we got. Stay right there, everyone. Please stay right there. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.